everyone, and welcome to Broadcast His Love. This is a podcast where we talk about what life looks like when we decrease our name and increase God's name, because it's all about Jesus living life on purpose for him. And today we have on Coley Browning. She's a podcast host of Still With You. She loves the Lord. She's in Pensacola. She's fun, outgoing. Her husband's in the military. And I love your podcast. Thank you for bringing Jesus front and center and just talking about how he's still with us through it all. So how are you, Coley? I am doing well, Ricky. Thank you so much for having me. It is so brave when someone will share an introduction like that. I have to go back and pre-record like intros, outros that rolled right off. We get like the joy of listening to the byproduct being on the other side of the podcast, but man, hosts have it hard sometimes. Oh, yeah, and yeah. So you're doing great things here. And I am literally so excited to be here. What a gift to be able to host a podcast. And I don't know about you, but I get a ton of people who are like, how do you host a podcast? What do you do? And I know you have a course on that and we'll talk about it later, but it is fun to do this and it's time consuming and it's a gift from God. And so if you don't mind, tell us a little bit about your podcast to get to know you more. Yeah. So I am originally from mid Missouri. So I moved to Pensacola, the Gulf coast, the beautiful Emerald gold coast. Um, I moved here in 2016 with my husband who was an active duty member of the United States military in the Navy at the time. And I moved here being 20 years old, not knowing anyone and just having the spirit of like a small town girl, you know, I grew up in rural mid Missouri, moved here, not knowing anyone and really felt like the Lord has just met me on this like healing journey here in Pensacola. And one of the things that he has been so kind to allow me to participate alongside him is being stretched in growing in friendship as well as like learning to trust in him. And so one of the things that I had the opportunity into two years of living in Pensacola is God really placed on my heart a idea of bringing friends together as a community and sharing stories. And through that, still with you, a space for sharing gold, inspiring stories with genuine friends about our faith. God, you know, his promise says that he is still with us. It says this in Psalms 139, 18, that just says, and when I wake up, I'm still with you. And this is a promise that God has over our lives that no matter where we go, like we dwell by the farthest oceans. If we are, you know, here where we've lived our whole life, no matter where we are, like he is always there with us. And I think that's something that we have the opportunity to walk out in friendship in our jobs, in our homes and I want to be a part of having those conversations of seeing where God shows up and sharing that among all my friends. So that's my heart behind still with you. And it's just been so fun in fun and also like hard work, like we talked about and like learning to trust the Lord and hold that all open-handedly. Yes. Open-handedly that speaks to someone today because it's so easy to try to hold on to everything and just want the control, but releasing that and trusting God that he is still with us is so beautiful and a great posture to live our lives in a great posture to have today, no matter where you're going. And I want, if you don't mind, I want you to share the scripture that is affiliated with your podcast. If that makes sense. Can you share that scripture one more time, please? 
Yeah, sure. Let me actually flip open my Bible because I have it right here beside me and I'm going to flip to it. It's in Psalms 139, which is so funny because like this chapter has been such a inspiration over my life. So when I was 13 years old, I had a moment with the Lord where I was like, am I going to take you seriously? You know how we have those moments of conviction where you're like, you know, the Lord, but then he's like, but do you really know me? And I fell in love with scripture at age 13. And I remember I had like a pink bedspread and I would just sit curled up with my Bible, which was also like obnoxious magenta pink. And if for any of you guys who are like nineties kids, I don't know if y'all remember this, but like there was this time when like the, they had like metal Bibles, like one had like, it was almost like the color of like aluminum. And it said like thirsty with like a pop tab for a soda. Well, have you, do you know what I'm talking about, Ricky? I do not. I'm like, I'm almost going to Google it right now. I I have Googled them. I have Googled them before, but like, they're like a metal Bible. And I, anyway, you, I, I had the pink one with the flowers on it. And I think it said like, he loves me or something. But anyway, that Bible like literally was my best friend. And I just remember like opening it and I felt genuinely like the word of God, just like poured into my veins. And I just, I had like a summer where I was just like in my Bible more than I was not. And yeah. I really fell in love with scripture. So, okay. Circling back here to Psalms 139. Okay, wait, time out. Yes. Before you read, before you read that scripture, I found the Bible. It's the metal Bible and it says yes. he loves me. And there's a pink one with a flower on it. <laughs> That's it. I'm telling you, I wish that those were still popular. Cause those were like, so fun. I feel like they still be, <laughs> it might be a fun gift to give to a little teen girl. Like we yeah, should yeah, bring yeah. it back. We should bring it back. I mean, if Bible thumping were a thing, this for you who's listening, like, do not get this Bible. I do not recommend it because you could do some damage. I mean, this thing's pretty thick. <laughs> You're right. It would be a weapon if we could Bible thump, which we're not going to. But exactly. We're not going to Bible thump. Psalms 139 um, is such a cool chapter. You should just go read it for yourself. But my like life verse, I describe as like, he almost like kissed my brain. Like it was like, he was just like, here is such a great verse that I want you to like hold on to Coley. And it's Psalms 139, nine through 10. And it just says, if I fly on the wings of dawn and settle down on the Western horizon, even there, your hand will lead me and your right hand will hold on to me. Yeah, that's good. And I think about my story and learning to trust them Lord. Like I didn't know that I would live literally by the ocean. Like I'm 10 yeah. minutes away from the most beautiful waters. And the Lord met me there and continues to meet with me there. And I think like there's, he's writing a bigger story than like any 13 year old could comprehend any 20 something girl can comprehend right now. You know, like I am learning every day to trust in him. And so when I was praying about still with you, I just was like, God, like, I want to be reminded of that love that I felt when I was 13 from you. And I want that to overflow into whatever I do. And so I just went back and like, I literally just had like a ton of time just like reading over Psalms 139. Cause I'm like, I feel like there's something here. And I really love that about scripture. Like scripture is such an invitation where we can like plumb the depths of it and never get enough. And so it's honestly part of trusting in the Lord is there's that invitation for you just to continue to dive into his word. And that's, what's so good about God. He's like, so inviting. Like, he's like, here, have more of me. You want more of me? Like here, taste and see, you know? So I went to Psalms 139 and I just found 
Psalms 139.18, which just like struck me after like pouring, pouring through it. And it just says, it's talking about like the grains of sand, which is ironic too, because of where I live. But anyway, it just says like, if I, um, I'll start with 17 for a little bit of um, context, but then, so Psalms 139.17 through 18 just says, God, how precious your thoughts are to me, how vast their sum is. If I counted them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. When I wake up, I'm still with you. And I love that because it says like the Lord's thoughts about us, like outnumber the grains of sand and that they are like, they're precious thoughts. They're not thoughts that are there to harm, but they're like safety and reassuring and, you know, validating and confidence that we can find only through him. And so I just think about there's so many times in this, in our life where like, we're like, God, like that didn't make sense or God, I didn't even know you. And I'm so ashamed of my actions and he's not shocked and he doesn't turn you away. He's like, Hey, I was there all along and I just want to be with you. And I just want to be in sweet relationship with you. And I'm not worried. Like, I am not worried. So that is kind of my heart behind it. And I just am just, I just am grateful for him giving us his word. And it's just a small way that I can give back in my little corner of the, of the coast. (laughs) Yeah. Doing good, doing good work. And I just love that you talked about this outnumber the grains of sand idea, because God teaches us to number our days and we can actually do that. Like that's I know, very, it's scary. Yes. I know, I know we all know our birthdays. Okay. Like mm-hmm. we know when we were born, we know how many days, I mean, we could count how many days we're in our current job. We could yeah. count how many days that we're married or, you know, I don't know with a child or pregnant. Yeah. I mean, you know, pregnant mamas out there are like, I know exactly how many days, Yeah, but the craziest thing is like outnumber the grains of sand. It says, how precious to me are your thoughts, O God, how vast is the sum of them. Were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. So they're outnumbering the grains of sand. First of all, good luck counting the grains of sand, but then it outnumbers that. So God loves you. He is still with you. Like preach sister. Yes. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. I I love that idea. And I mean, like I always go to the beach and when I sit, I sometimes will pick up the pick up sand in my hand and just let it fall through my fingertips and, or fall through the palms of my hand. And I just sometimes think about that. I'm like, I can't even count literally what's in like one line on my hand, like whatever. I'm like, I can't even count that. So I, I can't even imagine. And I think that's just like the beauty and the depth of how much God loves us. It's it's too much for our human body to fully comprehend. But when we catch on to even just like a sliver of it, it's addicting and it is feels like the most most healthy and safe place that we can possibly be when we receive the love of Jesus. And it's just full of peace. And you know, we live in such a time where things are just absolutely absurd right now, like yeah. nationally. And I have really been thinking about that, like not to do like an end of times program here, you know, but talking about like counting your days, you know, and I really have been drawn to study like revelation. And I'm honestly like, even saying that, like, I don't want this to be a conversation about like what I'm learning. Cause I'm just still in the middle of it. But I will say that, like, I think that this is a time 
where we as Christians really need to seriously know the word of God more than we know anything and really take it seriously because like these are souls that are at risk. Like people will face eternity and, or face the, face the decision of like, they, people will like face death and we want them to, to go to have, have eternal life through Jesus and, you know, experience heaven here on earth while, while walking towards that. And so I just really like, I believe in the word and like, I really just hope that, um, I just hope people fall in love with it and I hope people fall in love with Jesus because he loves us so much more than we could even, we can even counter. Anyway, I didn't mean to take a dark turn there, Ricky, but no, you know, that's real good. talk, real talk, yeah, real talk. <laughs> I've been led to listen to revelation too. So we've had a guest on the podcast who recommended on Spotify, a channel called streetlights and she's local. You might know her. She wrote a book called a holy pursuit, Diane oh. Jago. Oh yes. That is on my to read list. Yeah, yeah. It's really good. Really, really good. It's if this podcast were to have a book, that would be the book. Like just go uh, read that book. Just I go. need to listen to your interview with her. Cause I saw that on the list. So I will cue that up. That's yeah, fun. You're so cool. Sweet. Well, she recommended this, um, playlist on Spotify called streetlights and I listened to revelation on it and it's a guy rapping scripture. It's that, and that's exactly what he's doing. He's rapping, uh, the book of revelation and he wraps different books of the Bible, but I've been enjoying that. So no, it's yeah. very timely. I think we all should get on alert and, you know, be prepared for Jesus to come back. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know when he's coming. You know this. Okay. I will say this. Cause I was having this conversation with my mom earlier today yeah. and I promise my talks with my mom do not always sound like this. This is going to yeah, sound yeah. so like whatever, but anyway, we were talking about this and we were saying, that in the Bible, when Jesus, before he ascended, when he walked on earth and, you know, he told the disciples, he sent him on the great commission and was like, you know, go into the world and baptize and bring others to know me, you know, baptize and go into all the nations. When he said like, I'm coming back soon. Like I thought about like how they walked with him. They ate with him. They knew what he smelled like. All of a sudden he's like, I'm coming back soon. And my little human heart would be like soon. Okay. Like, you know, six months coming back soon, like, you know, a year, you know, especially like knowing the man himself. And then like, we move into like the revolutionary war era, you know, like the, you know, the great depression and like, God's like, I'm still coming back soon. That tension of expecting him soon, like is still there. And I just, I I think I'm just like, still, like I said, I'm still in the middle of processing all of that, but it's like that tension of coming soon is still strong, if not stronger today than it was in Bible times. Like I just, I, anyway, things to think about, like, it's just incredible to me that I'm like, yeah, there are people who walked with him who really probably thought that he might come back in their lifetime. And here we are, and it's important now more than ever because soon is even sooner now than yeah. when it was. <laughs> and so anyway, things to think about. You can totally cut this out if you don't want it in no, there. No, no, no. <laughs> I love it. I think it's great. I mean, we we should be ready. And yeah. before this interview, you said something that I just loved. We were talking about some things that we were going to discuss in this conversation. Yeah. And you said, however the spirit leads it. and yeah. I needed that. 
however the spirit leads it. And I just want to pray for you who's listening. God has a Holy Spirit and it's active and alive. And I pray that it fills you up today. I pray it fills us up and I pray it fills this conversation up because there's a lot of things you could be listening to. You know, you could be listening to ocean waves on your phone or you could be listening to streetlights, but you're here. And I pray that the Holy Spirit fills you up and see what happens is, and I was just talking to somebody about this, that, you know, the desires of the flesh, my desire of the flesh is to have a successful podcast period. Like that's what I want. However, you know, we're supposed to walk by the spirit, but I say walk by the spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. And so to be honest with you, I would love to have a podcast that's like not about Jesus, but God is like, no, like walk by my spirit. And what's happening is Mm -hmm. people are giving their testimony and it's bringing people to Jesus and it's encouraging them in their walks. And it's the most humbling thing to walk into because it's not by my will, but it's God's will be done. And so when you said that, like, however the spirit leads, I just pray for the person listening that that was said before this conversation. However, the spirit leads, Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. Like you can play here. You can do whatever you want here. And to just speak to the person listening, how you would want to speak to them and use us to do it. We are willing, we are here and we want to do it for your glory. So I just wanted to share that before we continue on, because there are some things I want to ask you, but you invited the Holy Spirit into this conversation first. Mm -hmm. And I love that and respect it. And I appreciate you doing that. Oh, no problem. I mean, I love Holy Spirit. I've learned a lot about the Holy Spirit um, in my adult life. And yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan. (laughs) fan. Jesus reigns. Yes. I know. Like, oh yeah. Anyway, I could go into that, but there are a couple of things I want to ask you because I know for the person listening, you know, you're another podcast host here and I think it's really awesome. I think we could also learn about what God has done in you through hosting a podcast. So what have you learned from hosting a podcast? Yeah, I've learned that I need to let go of mistakes that I've made and that it is a process of learning and kind of learning to forgive myself of when I um, haven't had the language that my heart wanted to share. Like, I think, I think what I'm trying to say is that, you know, I started this when I was 20 years old and, you know, you can do the math, but like 2018 is when I really started. And so there's been so many things that have happened, not only like in the world and the language we use that is different and more, um, just a healthier step, but also that like I have grown as a person. And so sometimes when I look back at interviews that I've had and different things that were going on in my life, I am learning to give myself grace. Cause sometimes I look back and I'm like, cringe, you know, like cringe worthy. You know? Like also, why did you decide to use that recording platform? Because hello, <laughs> no know. one was listening or, but God is so good. And that's the overarching thing that I take and want to keep talking about because when we step out in faith and do toddler walks, you know, of like falling and tripping, like the Lord doesn't look down on that and is like, wish they could do better or like they're not achieving. They're like, look at her. Like she is literally falling and tripping and she is so cute. Just like trying to take those little steps and she's getting stronger. And like, that's my girl down there, you know, who's like doing her best. And I think that I have to take that lens 
instead of the lens where I, instead of looking at myself where I'm like, wow, like missed opportunity or that could have been said so differently. I don't even know if that is how you should have aired that, you know? And I think that's something that I'm learning is like major grace and also just so thankful for the opportunities that the Lord opens that I want to be fully present for. Yes. And that, what you're talking about right there, most people that we have on the podcast, no matter what job they have, if they work for someone, if they have their own business, if they have their own, I don't know, social media channel or whatever it is, big or small, that comes up all the time. It's, I can't believe I did that then. And yeah. the thing is, is like, how is your motives? How is your heart? you know, you're doing this for the Lord, period. Like I know you are, I've listened to your podcast and I know your heart, you're doing this for the Lord. And the verse that always comes up in my brain and we share it in almost every podcast, but it's Zechariah 4.10 and it says, do not despise these small beginnings yeah. for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin. Like he's yeah. actually rejoicing that you've started. So yeah. I think that's great that the lesson learned is that, oh man, I could do that better. <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah. our cheerleader, Jesus, <laughs> I love it. I love he's it. That's awesome. He's like the best coach. Like I literally look at my life kind of like a team <laughs> mentality. Like yeah. I, and so I'm like, yes, please don't leave me on the bench. But if I get benched, like let it be for a reason so I can get back in the game. And yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I could not do it without leadership. Jesus, my friend, Abby, she is another podcaster that you should know. I, I want to connect you with her, yes, yes, but like she, and she and I like always just say like CEO, Jesus, like Jesus is our CEO. And like, that takes off the pressure. I treat myself with whatever work I do that I'm literally just like another employee. So like yeah. he gets to make the calls and if he wants it on my radar, like he'll bring it to my radar. And so, you know, like I don't get to not clock in it at a job, a regular job. So like, why would I not clock in? And like, why would I not try to like do the hard work? And I say that with confidence right now, but like when I'm in the thick of the work hours, I'm going to be like, I want out, like, I want to go home. I don't want to do this. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) But, but, um, but yeah, like we, you kind of talked about that, like open-handed and like the pressure's off when he's literally the boss and the coach and the CEO and and he's a good one. He, he's not one who's like, you know, rules with an iron rod. Like he's a good leader. Yeah. Amen. Amen. I've been putting my hands up a lot lately. Come um, on. <laughs> I surrender. <laughs> mm-hmm. I surrender. This is out of my control. I surrender. This is yeah. so stressful, Lord. I give you all my thoughts. I give you all my anxiety. I surrender. You know, yeah. when you come to the end of yourself, I surrender. And that. I had a friend tell me, you know, that's so funny. That's exactly where God wants us. And I'm like, can I smack you? <laughs> yeah. But you really have had to walk through a lot of, yeah. of things this past year. Like the yeah. minute we were supposed to meet yeah, is when you found out some really heartbreaking news about your dad's health and then later having to walk through grief. And yes. so, yes. yeah, Ricky, I think you can talk in those authorities of what it's like being at the end of your rope because God's met you there and you're so brave to come on here and like continue to share your story when there's probably days where you're like, I don't want to talk about this. Like, I don't want to do this, but yeah. you get to magnify Jesus through it. And so we all benefit when you praise the Lord and like throw your hands up and surrender. And so I'm really grateful for that. Like, that's so sweet. And 
um, not sweet, but very strong too. Like you're very strong as well. Thank you. I truly appreciate that because it's so crazy how we can all go through hard times, you know, like there's, everybody has stuff going on. And I was listening to an audio book the other day and I cannot remember what it's called. And it's probably for good reason, but (laughs) this woman was going through a really hard, I listened to the whole thing. I thought it was fantastic, but the thing about it was, is that her hope was not in Jesus and the book was so hopeless. And she was like, I'm at the end of myself. Everything is terrible. Da da da. I mean, just to where you have goosebumps to where, wow. Yeah. This woman has gone through some pretty terrible stuff and she knows about Jesus yet. She refuses to follow and obey Mm -hmm. and believe his promises. And I think that's where if you are going through a trial, like currently I am going through a trial and we're not going to hang out here in this conversation. We're going to move forward, but I just want to speak to the person who is going through a trial that Jesus is our hope. And I had a friend tell me the other day and Oh, Jesus, like rain down. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for this clarity right here. She told me that trust is not a feeling. It's a person and his name is Jesus. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's like, who do you trust? I yeah, trust it's Jesus. It's a practice. Yes. It's not a feeling. It's a person and his name is Jesus. And so yep. we're going to move forward. I'd like, love you. Thank you for bringing that up. Cause my dad was oh so gosh, special yeah. and you were yeah. so kind to, you know, 15 minutes before our recording, I found out that he went into the hospital and I was like, I cannot do this. I'm, 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 I can't, I can't even stand I, up right now. Yeah, this of is course. Just, so thank you. No, thank you for inviting me to pray. And, um, that you're, you haven't quit. Like yeah. you don't quit Jesus and you're not, you're not quitting the practice of trust in this. Like, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Well, hands open, just like you said, hands open for sure mm-hmm. as the Lord leads and there, you know, not to change gears so rapidly, no, but it's okay. It's okay. I dip in and dip out all the time. You're good. I mean, we're dipping out because for the person listening, maybe there's something that you like about your job. Maybe there's something you love about your job, but to hear someone else say who does love what they do, doing podcasting, it's encouraging to hear someone talk about why they love what they do. So what do you love about podcasting? If you don't mind sharing with us, Coley? Oh yeah, of course. Um, I love people. I've always been a people person sometimes. So my husband's in the military, so he often will be away for drill weekends or, whatever. So I've had to spend some like lonely hours by myself sometimes. And I'm telling you, like, if you want to learn whether you get energy from people or not, like take time away or dip into a big group of people, I get so much energy from people. Like even just talking with you, I'm like, my day is going to be so much lighter because I got to hang out with someone and I love people. Like I love listening to their stories. I love what we just did where we dove super deep and like talk about revelations talk about death. And then we're like, okay, let's jump back up to the surface. What do I don't know love? what that is, but I like, love that. I love when we get to, and I think it's like holding both, like where we get to like, you know, this is hard and this is what I'm going to. And also I really, really am enjoying this about my life right now. And so I think that there's room and freedom in that. And so that's super fun because I like being in conversations and in rooms where people are so different than me. I think there's so much to learn. And I think even in that, I learned how much like we're alike, even though we're not the same 
in nationality or ethnicity or, you know, occupationally. Like, I think it's so telling and so true of the beauty of God, like all across the board with so many unique, different personalities. And I love getting to like dip into that through still with you by having conversations with people who I think are doing amazing things for the world. And so, yeah, that's what I love. I love it so much. It's so fun. (laughs) So that leads me into this third question. So like the three things I wanted to ask you on the podcast is what have you learned from doing a podcast? What do you love about doing a podcast? And what do you think God has led you to actively do since you started a podcast? And while you answer this for the person listening, my prayer in this, what do you think God has led you to do is to encourage you listening to also broadcast God's love. So it doesn't matter if it's a podcast or a book or your job where you work, you know, it could be anything that you do. You're a doctor, you're a nurse, you're a janitor, you're a teacher, you're a car dealer, whatever it is, use your position to go out and do something to broadcast God's love. What has God led you to do since starting a podcast? Yeah, I think my world looks different because my eyes are different, you know, that I can look at people and this is not by any of my own strength. This is all because I feel like Jesus has invited me to look at the world a little bit different Mm -hmm. where I feel like I can see stories that are stitched throughout people's lives. And so when I walk into a small business or I walk into a friend's house and I ask them questions or I walk into you know, reading a book. Like if I open a book that a friend has allowed me to read, you know, I feel like I want to honor the stories. And by honoring the stories, I am honoring what God is doing in there. So it's bigger than the cup of coffee you're served. It's bigger than the couch that you're sitting on curl up in your friend's house. It's bigger than the chapter you're reading. You're just like, God, you're writing a story, which I say this all the time on the show, but like, I genuinely believe like the spill over effect of our lives is real that by Ricky, you getting up and opening up your studio to me this morning, that it's going to affect the person who's listening. And by that, they might go to work and feel encouraged to have an idea that they want to share in the boardroom or that they might want to go walk and listen to your show. And by that, they like have a moment where they're like, Lord, this is so beautiful. Like, thank you so much for allowing me to breathe in your air today. And by that, then they go home and they're a better parent. Like they're a better sister. They're a better wife, husband, you know, I don't know, but I think that when we come into kingdom alignment, like it cannot help, but be a healthy body. And so that is my hope that I just want to be a healthy version of Coley. And (laughs) I think that like, by that, I'm learning to see stories and by encouraging and honoring my friends, I am also like honoring Jesus. And I think that that's something that I hope that we all do, that we see that we are broken people, but yeah. God loves to use unlikely people to do things for his kingdom to yes. further his word. So that's we, what I like to do. <laughs> that's what you like to do. And we love yeah. that. You know, the enemy will be defeated by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. So speak it for his glory every time for his glory, the word of our testimony. What's your story? What's your testimony? How can yeah. you share your story to encourage the person you know, right across from you, or if you're listening to this, 
the enemy wants to kill, steal, and destroy. Yeah. And so if anything that you feel like is dying, like kill, steal, or destroy, like just look to Jesus. You talked about it right in the beginning. Your eyes are fixed on Jesus yeah. and he's giving you that perspective. So just fix your eyes on Jesus and he knows you, he loves you and he sees you as precious. Like you were talking about earlier yeah. with the Psalms 139, he has precious thoughts about you. Totally. So when you just said kingdom alignment, I wanted to see if you could break that down for us and just paint the picture of what does kingdom alignment look like to you? You can go a couple of ways. I mean, like, I definitely think when we magnify our attention on Jesus, put him holy, holy, holy is the Lord God almighty. That position, everything else gets smaller. And the more we learn about Jesus, the more we get to see the depths of the father. And again, I think all of our problems get really small and we get really small and it's like, it's not about us. So I think sometimes when I think about this and this is me just like, while I'm on a walk or like, as I'm, you know, about my day doing dishes or, you know, working, whatever. I think sometimes I imagine like a literal skeletal body, like where it's like Jesus is the head. And then we get to be like the arms, the legs, like, and then that's painted through scripture, like the body of Christ. But then also um, I've been listening to a lot of work from a pastor in Charlotte. And his name is Dr. Derwin Gray. And he was talking about like the cross. And I had this thought the other day that I heard from him. Um, and this is from him. This is not my original thought, but he was talking about how like the cross, you know, the formation of it is, you know, between us here on earth and God who is, you know, the head and above in heaven. So it not only reconciles us, between us and the father, you know, and that yeah. direct line through Jesus, but also across when you look at it, not vertically, but also horizontally, like it reconciles all of us together. And through that, when we put our attention first on Jesus, then that second part is such an easy step because when we're focused on Jesus, everything else will like line up. And like, I mean, I've seen it happen in crazy ways. Like I've seen it happen where like, you know, you, you, you go to do something and then you didn't realize that you were like opening the door for something that you thought that the Lord, like you didn't, you never dreamed that by you doing this one act that this would also allow another person to have an answer to prayer. Like you, I mean, you just never know. So, and I feel like we don't have to know. I don't, I don't really care to know. I just want to do it. You know, I mean, it'd be fun. Like it's encouraging if you're like, Oh, cool God. But like, I mean, like one time I like worked at a job and like, I was there for a very short time, but like, I felt like the Lord told me, it's like, you're never going to know why you're here. And I was like, okay, cool. So I did it and I worked hard, you know, but I mean, like, I don't know why, but I just like that spiritual muscle of not knowing why, but doing anyway was absolutely like what I needed and what I still lean on. And, um, yeah. So I, I think like when you magnify the name of Jesus, everything else just gets smaller. And I really want to, and you were talking about earlier, how you used to pray at work. Like you used to like get on your knees and pray for the Lord and like, what a beautiful position to be so small and to have God be so big. Like I just so good. Yeah. He, we, and just to paint the picture on that, we were just talking about before newscasts, I used to get on my knees and pray. And that's not to tell you to be boastful or anything like that. It's just to tell you to say, you know, that was a really challenging job. And I needed God then more than ever. I mean, I need him now more than ever. Don't get me wrong in that. However, in that season, it was very challenging. And so I was getting on my knees as an act of, 
God, I need you to show up. I need you to do what you do. And I need you to use me. Like you've called me to do it. You know, I've signed the contract. I'm here. So having that posture of humility was, was something that I felt called to do. And just for whoever's listening, if you're in a situation where you're thinking, you know, I'm not putting God first in this situation. I just want to encourage you to pray and to pray on your knees and to be still because God is still with you. He is. He totally is. He's not going anywhere. He literally isn't. He literally is. He's just the one person you can trust. Yeah. True. True. Well, every person that we have on the podcast, we ask what Bible verse is helping you in this season. And I feel like you answered that in the beginning with Psalms 139, but is there anything that you'd like to share anything else about what Bible verse is helping you in this season? Hmm. There's a verse in Psalms, like Psalms 24, 19, that just says like, may the meditation of my heart, may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing to you. Oh Lord, my rock, my redeemer. Um, that's a good one. And this one, I, I'm going to have to, I have to read. I, the other one I have memorized, but this one I have to read because it is a little bit tricky, but I'm really trying to memorize this one. I love it. It's from Leviticus 20, 26. And it says you are to be holy to me because I, the Lord am holy. And I've set you apart from the nations to be mine. And I'm telling you, Ricky, like sometimes throughout the day, like I just remember that in bits and pieces like you're to be holy because I'm holy and then sometimes I remember the part where I'm like you're set apart from the nations but yes. like it's important to keep scripture within arm's reach so <laughs> I'm yeah, I'm working it on it I'm trying to work on memorizing scripture this year because I mean I can do it so easily with song lyrics and I probably need to be listening to street lights so that I can <laughs> like get it in my brain even more so but um did yeah. did yeah. and so and like you know faith comes from hearing the word of God Christine yeah. Kane I mean it's a verse but Christine Kane always talks about that and it's like I take it yeah. so seriously you yep. know from hearing the word of God so Leviticus 20 verse 26 you said yeah. set apart yeah. from the nations to be my own we are gods thank you God like we belong to yeah. Jesus. And if you don't feel like you belong, you know, if you're a Christian, if you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, and if you believe that he died and rose again on the third day and he died yeah. for our sins, you're a believer. You know, if you believe that, say, you know, I believe in you, Lord. I surrender all to you. You are my Jesus. You know, let me tell you about my Jesus. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 100%. You know what song I'm talking about? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay. All right. Then you will be saved. But yes, like you said, you will be set apart from the nations to be my own. And that's Jesus's. So thank you for your time, Coley. I love you. And I love oh, your podcast. I love you too. I love yours too. Thanks. Thank you, friend. You're so kind. It's a small circle here in Pensacola, the podcaster. Yeah. So we need to stick together and honestly, like I'm serious. You have such a great show and your heart for the Lord is like radiant. Like it, if it's like sunshine. So anyone who's here, like, I hope they stick around because it is really a blessing to listen to you. And I'm so grateful to know you. Thank you so much for supporting me. And I, uh, I just am really grateful for you, even though we're like just minutes into meeting one another officially official, but I know like, really grateful for it. Thank you so much. God is good. And he orchestrated this. I really do feel like he orchestrated it because 
he just does really cool things in people. And it's so fun to celebrate what he's doing in other people's lives and how he's using them. And it's just been an honor to hear your story. We want to connect with you. How do we connect with you, Coley? Yeah. Uh, you are welcome to follow me on Instagram. It's the app that I probably am on the most. I am at Coley Browning. So that's K-O-H-L-I-E. And then Browning, I say this, it's like, like the rifle. That's what everyone comes to me and says. So like Browning, like, like the rifle. I'm like, yeah, but none of the cut, like none of the cut from the company. So I'm not related, but I wish, (laughs) but yeah. yeah, So Browning, like the rifle. And then also you can find me at my website. It's coleybrowning.com. And so just feel free to shoot me a message or email me, you know, coleybrowning at Gmail. I like to be available and I really do like hearing from people. Not only, I mean, it's fun to always hear like who they want on the show. Like I was, I love it when people send like a wish list for who they want. I'm like, okay, we'll see what, we'll see what God will do. But then also I really just like to like pray for people. And I, I, I do pray for people like whether that's just like sitting at my desk and, and just like having a moment with the Lord or like following up, like, I don't know, people are important. Like, you know, Yes. People are so important. And so that's, that's my heart. So yeah, I love your heart. I love, I love your heart because, Maybe. because you know, that was a hard season and you were there for me in prayer. And I just really appreciate that. And also I encourage you who's listening. If you know someone who's going through a hard time, just mm-hmm. like Coley did with me, be there for them in prayer. It's life-changing. It was amazing just to know that you were praying for me and you were there for me. And that was like all I needed. I wanted those prayers because I know God was moving. I know he was comforting me. And the, I just, I just know that prayer works. I just know it works. And so thank you for actively doing that. I really appreciate it. You do not owe me a thank you. It was an honor and I would do it again and I will continue doing it. So like, no worries at all. I got your back girl. It's good. Thank you, Coley. The last thing we do in the podcast is we pray. And so let's pray. Father, decrease us and increase you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Coley, for coming on. And thank you for listening. Coley Browning has a website, coleybrowning.com. As you all know, she's a podcast host, producer, editor, writer, speaker. And she also has a course where you can go online and learn how to do a podcast yourself. It's an intro to podcasting course And she has a bunch of information on her website. So if you go to coleybrowning.com, you can see how to podcast with Coley Browning right below in the home about and scroll all the way down to the bottom under speaking where it says how to podcast with Coley Browning. Hope you all have a great day. Thank you for listening. Please share this podcast with your friends. Leave us a review. That would be super helpful. If you like the podcast, we would love your feedback. And we do not do any advertisements on this podcast, but we do have our friends jump on and share how they're serving Jesus. It is the same three group of people every week. And we just love that because it is consistent with what we want to bring you. People who are using their position, no matter what that position is to broadcast God's love. We pray you're out there encouraged to do the same thing yourself. And Lord willing, we'll talk to you all next week here on Broadcast is Love. Hey, this is Dustin, one of the pastors at Grace Bible Church in Sebring, Florida. Thanks for tuning in to listen to Broadcast His Love with Ricky Van Stewart. 
I hope you will also consider joining us on our podcast as well. Our hope is to encourage you, inspire you, and compel you towards a closer walk with Jesus and one another. You can find us on every platform where podcasts are offered by simply searching for Grace Bible Church Sebring. Again, this is Pastor Dustin, and I hope to get to connect with you very soon. Hey, this is Mark Stockland, pastor and CEO for Haiti Bible Mission in Jeremy Haiti. If you'd like to follow along with what we're doing in Jeremy Haiti, you can check us out at HaitiBibleMission.org. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We'd love to get you guys connected with what we're doing in Jeremy Haiti and how you can partner with us to live the difference, to help empower leaders to transform communities. God bless you guys and have a great day. Hi, y'all. This is Nan Charland, the owner of the Laurel Oak Inn Bed and Breakfast in Gainesville, Florida. You can find the Laurel Oak Inn on the internet at laureloakinn.com or Facebook and Instagram, Laurel Oak Inn. Until we meet you in person, we certainly hope you're enjoying life to its fullest. <laughs> <laughs>